Now here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. And we start out with the conversation we had about LeBron James, who made uh, an interesting comment on the video conference call with reporters yesterday. He was asked about, well, what happens if the NBA doesn't come back? I don't know if I will be able to have any closure. Um, I can have some satisfaction on what our team has been able to do this year, having a first-year coach, first-year system, a whole new coaching staff, bringing on so many new pieces to our team this year, um, you know, doing the things that I, I honestly, like I told you guys all year, I honestly didn't think that we would be able to come together as fast as we did, just having the whole new system, having so many new players, um, having so many new pieces, um, you know, bringing in Anthony, he spent seven, you know, years um, in New Orleans, so he was coming to a new system, playing along with myself, and how we'd be able to come together, I thought it would take us a lot longer than it did, um, but I was wrong. Um, I was I was very wrong about that. We was able to click. Yeah, and so now we'll see when they're able to be able to click again. By the way, they are staying close with virtual workouts, Gordon. Uh, GM Rob Palenka says the team has had fitness bundles delivered to it so it can do video conference workouts and stay in shape. The GM added that he's drawn inspiration from the late Kobe Bryant as he deals with the pandemic and its effect on the team. Jalen Rose was on Get Up this morning with Greeny and company and said, you know, this is LeBron's window. I do believe the resumption of this season is his best opportunity to win a championship. And if you look at LeBron James in his 17th year, Greeny, at his age, when you build a a squad around him, of course Anthony Davis is an anchor, but then all of a sudden you look deeper into the roster, Catavius Caldwell-Pope, Avery Bradley, Danny Green, Rajon Rondo. They don't have long-term situations with the Lakers. They were brought there to try to win a championship this year. So therefore, if this squad isn't playing, what happens next year to a Kyle Kuzma who really didn't fit in with Anthony Davis and LeBron because he got injured as the season started? So for LeBron, other teams are ascending. The Clippers in their own building, the Bucks in the Eastern Conference with Giannis, who's probably going to win this year's MVP. So absolutely, this is LeBron's window. If they don't get it done this year, I don't believe it happens. Well, then it'll just be an unfortunate situation, Gordon, kind of like Carl Malone going to, to the Lakers to try to get a ring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, uh, don't worry. I think most of the, the Laker fans, and uh, certainly the LeBron fans, they'll give him credit for that. He will now have three and a half titles. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. 3.35. I, I was working on my fractions today, Larry. I, I'm, uh, I see. Get, yes, I'm, I'm getting very... Uh, very fluent in fractions once again. <laughs> Didn't learn it the first time through school. Now I'm starting to learn it again. Oh, yeah, now it's starting to make some sense. Professor Gordon at it again, oh my right? God. God help us all. Really? Tiger Woods was not competed since February 16th at the Genesis Invitational and missed at least two tournaments. Would have normally played in the Masters. Says he would have been healthy. Our, Gord, our Joe LaCava was on Golik and Wingo this morning and talks about how this condensed schedule impacts Tiger. You're going to have five or six big events in a two-month period, which for the younger guys is fine. For a guy like Tiger, he may have to pick and choose what he plays and doesn't play because he just can't play that many tournaments in a two-month span. So he's going to have to pick and choose and be smart about it. The good news is hopefully he's going to get a lot of rest between now and then, and maybe he can play you know, four of the six events or five of the six events if he qualifies for all of those, which will be good. You know, going to, Tiger Woods is an interesting situation because he's still bothering with that back stiffness and... You know, I don't know if 
if the condensed schedule is really going to help him, if the back stiffens up, it means that he's going to miss two tournaments. Whereas if they were spaced out like normal, right. he might miss one and be able to come back for the other one. Yeah, and, and look, uh, the 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 reason why it was so great for Tiger's return was because we never thought that it would ever we we'd ever get it again. I mean, how many how many false starts were there? Oh, is Tiger back? Is Tiger going to be back? Is can he be back? Is he back to where he was? Is he going to ever be back to where he was? So it was. It's almost like you've been living kind of on borrowed time in terms of his return. Like how how long is this going to last? Because the the, the health concerns that he have, they're ones that you know are not going to go away. Troublesome backs generally tend to be nagging injuries. So yeah. uh, the fact that the, the schedule is going to be Reduced, and let's hope it it, it it takes place as they have now rescheduled it. Yeah, absolutely. It could turn out to be the type of thing where he just cannot play that many tournaments in a row. And if he gets injured in one, it's probably going to cost him at least one other. And he needs to be consistent because that's how – listen, not that I'm a great golfer, but mm. – that muscle memory is what's really important, and you get touched the more you play. So this inconsistent play is the reason why he has trouble with the short game. It's, it's no question about it. So if he if he can't get a role where he can, you know, pick and choose where pick and choose the right courses to play that that that, that are strength to his game, he's going to struggle. And and we're going to go back to saying, ah, we're not going to see that Tiger. Eh, he's not going to do well. Yeah, and he he might be uh, another guy who. You know, based on where the world is at right now, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows how much? Again, as, as I said, his return and his his return to the top was so unexpected that who knows how long? It, it feels like one of these things that could collapse at any point. So, uh, ho- hopefully, that they are able to get things in later this year. Are able to get the? I'm sure that that's the one. Like all golfers, that's the one he wants to win. Sure. So he'll he'll gear himself up for that, and and the rest of them, you know, not focus on as much as as the Masters. But um, you know, I think that this situation, if it goes on as long as some people are predicting, a lot of guys might have had their best last chance to 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 capitalize once again, and Le- and LeBron might be one of them, and mm-hmm. uh, and Tiger Woods certainly might be another one. Yeah, it's interesting. Dana White says UFC 249 will not happen on April 18th. Dana, why? Today we got a call from the highest level you can go at Disney and the highest level uh, of of ESPN. And uh, one thing that I've said since we started our relationship and partnership with ESPN that has been an incredible one. It's been an amazing uh, partnership. Uh, ESPN has been very, very good to us. And the powers that be there asked me to stand down and not do this event next Saturday. Dana says he promises to go back to that private island in Cali. We're ready to go. And one thing that I need to point out is that uh, Tachi Palace in California, the Indian Reservation, has had our back this whole time, has stood their ground and uh, was willing to do this fight. And let me tell you this, when the world gets back to normal, the California event will be Atachi Palace. Hmm. I'm, do, I'm doing a fight there. I'm going to bring them a big fight, and I appreciate them um, standing with me uh, in, the, in this thing. Gordon, can you imagine that phone call? Uh, Dana, you, what a bleep? Are you bleep, bleep? Are you bleep, 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 bleep? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell us you were going to do this. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, look, he, he it's pretty clear, I think, what the situation was. And I'm sure that uh, there's already been reports that some, some politicians in California were involved as well. Mm-hmm. The one argument that really bothers me is the one about, well, you know, if the UFC put this on, it would send the message to people that, you know, sheltering in place rules could be violated or staying home rules will be violated. I don't think that's true. I mean, maybe for a small portion of the people, but the people who are in the same boat as me, who are staying at home and and, and doing what they can at home and not leaving the house unless it's absolutely necessary, those people, if the UFC event took place, they'd still be doing the same thing. And the people, I don't know what portion it is, of people who are not taking this seriously or going out and about or, or more lax in uh, what they're putting for themselves, those people would still be doing it. It's not like the UFC. It's not. I don't think that there's anybody out there who's saying, you know what, I was going to take this really seriously, but there's this UFC card on Saturday night on ESPN. <laughs> so, you know what, I'm going to go out to, I don't even know where you would go out to. Nothing's open. So, I mean, yeah. but go out to the park and walk around for a while. I, I just don't think that that's the case. I, I, that, that argument uh, annoys me. I hear you, Gordon. For lack of a better word. <laughs> You're just annoyed by just the thought of it. Right. There's a lot of stuff. There's a long list on that list of things that annoy me lately, Larry. I'm going to be honest. I hear you. But I just think really from from the standpoint of, and uh, Nikki mentioned that we were talking about the Native Americans and the issues that they have there and the fact of, you know, now you're bringing in folks out who obviously you hope they've been tested and everything, but now you're opening it up to that situation and what are the conditions there? And and listen, there's, there's, we talk about what's going on with health issues among African Americans and Latinos in this country. Well, you know, on the reservation, you have issues with health, health care there as well. So yeah. now you're opening it up to that. So that would be more of a reason, Gordon, that you would say, you know, that's really a bad idea to have it at a, at a, you know, a Native American reservation because you're not sure what's going on with their situation and you're exposing them to the possibility of, of spreading COVID-19. So I would, I would, I would side that more than I would side what you were saying. I agree with you on that point. I would look at the, uh, you know, the possibility of spreading the, the, the pandemic there as opposed to, well, you know, oh, gee, I'm, I know what I'm going to do now. I'm going to run to Cali and the, the casino and check out UFC 249. Yeah, I just don't think that that was, that was going to be a concern. Look, the, the actual holding of the event, there's, mm-hmm. you know, you'd be crazy not to look at the realities of that. And uh, that obviously, even if it's minuscule, you're raising the likelihood of someone else catching it, right? The yeah. more interactions that you have, even if it's only a minuscule amount, you're going to be raising that percentage. So if, if, the, if the point is right now for everybody to stay where they're at so we can stamp this down as quickly as possible and get back to life as quickly as possible, then, yeah, you absolutely cancel it. And it's not a good look for for the people involved. But um, the, the one part of the argument about the, that people would then take it as um, not being serious, I, that one I don't agree with.